Welcome to Adventure Retired, the podcast where retired people share what they're doing in their retirement to help you start living your best retired life. We are Kurt and Cindy Lozadal, your hosts. And today we're going to talk to somebody who's come into a new sport. Yeah, Craig Lewis found out that he likes pickleball, the fastest growing sport in the United States. I know, we love pickleball too. Yeah, it's going to be a fun talk. Yeah, but first, a life lesson from Kurt. Today's life lesson is only spout your political opinions in the proper place. Oh, this is a good time for this one. Yeah, and considering the the elections we've had this past year, it, it is a good one. I mean, it seems like politics, and don't get me wrong, politics are important. But they don't need to dominate everything. Every conversation, every Facebook post. Oh, I know. It's horrible. There's a time and a place for it, and... I'm glad you have your opinions, and if I disagree with you, well, that's my right. But you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, you, it's okay to talk about it, but then stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just Let get it go. so tired. Let it go. Oh man, I get tired of it. All right, let's talk to Craig here. Okay, so today we're talking to Craig Lewis, and Craig, where are you from? Tell us that. I'm originally from. Uh... <laughs> Ontario, Canada. Oh, a Canuck. Yeah. A Canuck, and I immigrated uh, to the fine country of Texas. <laughs> I came here in 1979. Okay, okay. Okay, that was the year we graduated high school. Yeah, and I, I moved down there four years later. Yeah. 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 Okay, so how long have you been retired? Well, um, I officially retired in uh, the end of March, which is probably the absolute worst time to ever retire. The two big things I wanted to do was get out and travel and and do some stuff. And then the other thing that uh, I was really looking forward to, I'm a big sports fan, and then all the sports went off TV. So Yeah, COVID. I was isolated in my house with my wife's uh, to-do list and my own to-do list. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And th- those run out. Okay, well, uh, what did you do when you were Working. slaving away there? Yeah, I um, when I graduated from school up in Canada, uh, the best offer I had was a management trainee in the banking business. And that was in 1976. And I said, well, that's a good thing to get into. I'll learn something about business and then I can decide what I want to do, you know, the rest of my life. Well, unfortunately, or fortunately, as the case may be, um, never got out of banking, loved the job, and uh, was in banking for 44 years. Oh, wow. Good job. Good job. Okay, well, today we're talking to Craig because he is a new convert to pickleball. Right. You, he's, he's doing something in his retirement that is healthy. Exercise and everything uh, like that. What brought you to pickleball, Craig? Well, a couple things. Um, I one of my goals when I retired was because uh, I was a workaholic and stressed. I normally ate too much, so I needed to. Uh, and I've always been very athletic, so I needed to lose some weight. I wanted to get on a regular, you know, activity of you know getting some exercise. Uh, right when COVID happened, I was playing hockey once or twice a week, and we lost our rink down here, so there was no rink. And this um, lady that I had met, a 
few years ago, she, she was an avid pickleball player. And every time she came down to see her son, because um, she lives between Florida and New York, every time she came over here, she was playing pickleball. So okay. um, I, I got started on it and immediately got hooked. Um, I just just really enjoy the game. Okay, but you were you were playing hockey though too, because isn't that like a young man's sport? Or it is. I um, I was the oldest guy in the league. I, I ran the league uh, um, for many years down here. I helped run uh, youth hockey, both in inline and then when we got ice ice hockey. Uh, obviously, coached and um, refereed. So oh, wow. I've been. And actually, um, I believe that's where I first met you. Were at uh, Killer Bee hockey game. Oh yeah, yeah. Those, those were good times. We'd dress up as the Hanson brothers. Was that team? Yeah. I remember a team being called the Ice Holes. Well, the Ice Holes was a bunch of guys that had never played hockey, and uh, they got they they sort of got the bug watching the professional team down here. So they came out with the uh, established hockey players like myself and we taught them how to play and then eventually got them in our men's league oh my and they um sort of ironically called themselves ice holes yeah i think that's funny i just i'm <laughs> amazed because i the of one sport that i've never ever done well i tried it once was to ice skate and they told me to go home yeah i, <laughs> I can't yeah. imagine we live on a lake up here that freezes it's not frozen yet but it, uh, well, with the time this podcast comes out, it will be. But, yeah, I can't ice skate. I, I envy you because uh, I grew up where I could go skate on lakes and ponds and outdoor rinks. And that was that's sort of in my blood. But the key thing about skating is is always use good equipment. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Go skiing, if you go ice skating, golfing, whatever. If you've got good equipment and then a little bit of, you know, skill then you will do fine yeah you must not have much skill <laughs> okay down there where you live where do you guys play pickleball is it i mean is it growing the way it is around the united states and everywhere yeah it's um it's sort of unique down here um i uh, i play over uh the city of far has a um a multi-purpose building it's a library, it's where they have banquets, they have voting, pay their water bills, but they also have this big area in the back that they've opened up and we got three portable uh, nets that are set up and taken down. Uh, so we play there and that's where I started. Very nice facility, air conditioned. And then COVID hit and we still played and um, the lady is extremely paranoid about we take our temperature when we go in oh my every time wall is put into a disinfectant um water bucket and we can't touch anybody else's ball so the ball comes over to our court from another court we just kick it back or hit it with our paddle we don't touch their balls um we all have to wear masks when we're not on the court we all sit separately we can't mingle around and so she does a really good job but the city of Far, um, back in early summer, closed the facility because of the COVID. And then we had to try to scramble around and find outdoor tennis courts. Um, and, I mean, it was okay. But when you play in 100 degrees weather with wind and they're not really, you know, meant for pickleball, it was sort of a rough summer. Right. Down here, though, um, 
uh, there's, you know, for your audience, there's, I can't use, there's hundreds and hundreds of really nice trailer parks. And some are small, some are big. And a lot of them now have indoor and outdoor pickleball courts. Really? Okay. That's great. Yeah. The problem is this year, and it wasn't previous years, they won't allow visitors. Oh. So, so me being a local McAllenite, I I really can't get invited to these friends that I've met to go over and play with them at their park. The only place I can play with them uh, actually is at the uh, bar facility. Okay. So, well, before we, you know, get into like what you do, can you tell us a little bit about pickleball? People don't know about pickleball. It seems like yeah. what, what kind of a sport is it, and and what do you do, and what do you need to play it? Yeah, and it was just like me. Uh, you know, eight months ago, I you know knew very little, and actually, where I went, they had paddles. So the first thing is you you have a paddle, and uh, down here you can actually buy them at you know you can buy them at the academy, you can buy them at Walmart, you can buy them at Dick's, and uh, you can buy them as cheap as twenty five dollars. Um, I spent, I bought, I've actually got three. <laughs> well, yeah. You're a banker. <laughs> well, I bought a few extras, so I got people that don't know how to play the game. I can go out and show them or have somebody to practice with. Oh, that's but, a good uh, plan. What that I have is pretty decent, and I think I spent $79 at Dick's on it. But, you know, I'm now watching on the Internet, and you see them as high as $200. Yeah. But yeah. A, you know, a lot of that is because who endorses it or whatever. Well, and that's what they need sport. You know, you can spend whatever you want up to the max, but for the majority of us, yeah, you don't want too cheap a paddle, I'm sure, but, you know, a nice middle-of-the-road one. A middle-of-the-road one, you can spend 50 or $60. Now, now back to Cindy's question, tell me or tell us a little more about pickleball. It is played on a court, um, I'd say about half the size of a tennis court, and... Um, you use a wiffle ball and there's rules in the game to prevent people from like just standing up on front of a net and banging it. They have a, what they call a non-valley or volley zone uh-huh. alias. Uh, it's called the kitchen. Okay. And you can't step in there uh, and hit a ball in the air. Now, if it bounces in that area and comes up, then you can step in, but it prevents people from this. And it's a, it's seven feet. The net, the net to the pickle uh, ball line is seven feet out, so you got to stay out of that area. And there's some other rules they put into place to um, sort of make it even, you know. And then the other really cool thing is when I go out and play, uh, there's a mixture of um, male and female. I see a lot of husbands and wives, you know, go out and play together. Uh-huh. And then. Um, of course, down here, the majority of the people are older people, but uh, there's a lot of younger people. The ones that have played tennis before, um, they advance very quickly. Um, I used to play racquetball a long time ago. I don't know if that helps me or hurts me. Right. Uh, there's sort of a ping pong type uh, aspect to the game. Um, very easy to learn, probably just one time out. And they explain the rules to you and you're good to go. And then there's some people, the other interesting thing is obviously the young, younger people are quick and fast, but there's some folks out there that are older and some are, you know, not, you know, they got knee problems or they, and they don't move around a lot, but they do real well. If you, 
if you're ready and you, you practice a little bit, you, you don't have to be super athletic or, or whatever. The other interesting thing is some of the best players that I'm playing with are in their 70s. Oh, okay. They are, they are excellent. They're in great shape. They, they're playing every day. They play every day with us, and then they back at their own at their own parks and stuff. So it's a, it's a really, really nice experience as far as meeting people also. So. Yeah, and you're right. It's If you're playing at different age levels, it's better to have someone in their 50s playing with people in their 50s or 60s rather than, you know, play someone in their 70s because that's a little bit of advantage. But if you're playing of a similar age group, you, you can have a very competitive game. And also, too, I've noticed that, you know, you're right. Some of the people that are in their 70s can beat my butt. I mean, they are just, they can place that ball and they know exactly where they're going way before I even get to the ball. They got that dink shot down. Oh, man. Which is a lot of the game. The uh, interesting thing is if you play in tournaments, um, they, they put you in a age group level and then a rating level. Okay. But. I'm at the point now where I've improved a lot. And when I go over, I don't care if it's male, female, old, young. I want to be playing better players than me because I want to get better. And sometimes when you play with people that aren't very good, you're you're not learning nothing. And sometimes you even make, you know, you're, you're making bad decisions. When I play better players, I feel like, you know, I've got to really, I, I don't want to let them down. I'm out there, you know. <laughs> trying my hardest, you know, sometimes I try too hard. So it, it really, it's just sort of a, whatever you want in it. Um, some people just want to go out for the social thing. Some want to win real bad. Some want to just get the exercise and some just want to meet people. So, yeah, that's okay. true. Okay. So you, you say that you picked this up since you retired. Is that correct? That is correct. So how often um, do you play a week? I started, uh, I guess the end of April this year. And I've been playing up to now. So it's probably been, you know, a little less than eight months. Okay. okay. And you play once, twice a week would, or more than that? My regular schedule is three times a week, but I would like to almost play daily. Oh, wow. I, I just thought I played in a little little tournament at the uh, where I play at a few weeks ago. And I met um, a nurse, a younger lady who's a nurse and her friend. And they say, hey, we play every Wednesday night on this court. Would you like to join us? And I went out and played with them on Wednesday. And we um, we had a heck of a workout. And we rotated around. And so I'm trying to trying to get it out there as often as I can. So I would say I'm probably going to be up four times a week. And I would like to be, like to be a little bit more. And so is that for an hour or two hours? Two hours. Okay. That's okay. a good workout. When I go over to the uh, facility in FAR, they always have maybe three courts, and then they'll have maybe – because of COVID, we can't have too many people there. They'll have about four extras. So when you finish, you maybe sit down for five minutes, and then you're right back out. Now, this week when I was playing outside at the tennis court, we didn't stop. I, we played two hours pretty straight. Okay. And normally I'll soak a shirt or two. I mean, I, I'm not a good sweater, but you get a good workout. Yeah. Like I said, I, from what we've played, we've been playing a couple of years. We kind of 
helped bring it to the area of Iowa that we live in, and you get what you you can work as hard as you want at it or as little as you want. Sometimes some of the best players don't sweat because they're head. They have good shots. They stand there at that net and just dink shots. Yeah. It's like in racquetball. When I used to play a lot of racquetball, I said, I can always tell who won uh, when people are walking off the court, the guy with the wet shirt is normally the guy at lost. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I, I would say probably the same thing with pickleball. The one that gets the best workout is probably the one that lost. So. Yeah, I remember when I was young, I played a guy. I played in a racquetball tournament in college. Well, it was a, it was right after college, and I was young and fit. And I played in this tournament. I was playing this guy who had to be in his sixties, which seemed old then. Now it's like here I am. But um, yeah, I I would get on the court with this guy, and I'm thinking, oh man, I'm gonna wax him. You know, this is gonna be great. He schooled me so bad. <laughs> I mean, he hit it wherever I was. He hit it to the direct opposite part of the court. It's just, I learned a lot on that that game there. Yep. All right. So um, this year you had the experience of going to tournaments. So tell us about some of the tournaments you were in. Yeah. Um, you know, from all my other past sporting events, um, I like, as a matter of fact, in hockey, I was still going to an annual tournament up in Houston. Oh, really? So my uh, son... This tournament was held, uh, it was going to be in Dallas, but because of the COVID, they changed locations. It was held in Rockwall, Texas, which is just uh, northeast of Dallas. Okay. I have a son that lives uh, up in that area, so it was an easy no-brainer. My wife always wants to go up there. So we went up there for the week, and I drove over and played in the tournament. Uh, I actually went over three days. And... Um, it was, it was like the Texas Open, um, but the interesting thing, there hadn't been any other tournaments um, around. A lot of them had canceled, so there was people from all over. I played against a guy from Minnesota. I think there was another guy from Oklahoma. Oh, wow. So I was just amazed. It was a big tennis court slash um, pickleball place where they played, and they turned all the tennis courts into pickleball and I mean, there must have been 25, 26 courts for all the uh, players that played. And um, I knew I wasn't that good at, in August. I mean, I watched professionals play, which they're just unbelievable. People and get then, paid to play pickleball? or You know, professionals, and, uh, and that's how I've been learning a lot. I get on YouTube, and there's constantly areas on there where they're showing you tips on how to improve on stuff. And you can watch the professionals play in, uh, in tournaments that have been, you know, and, and the question, do, do they get paid? They get paid prize money for winnings. Okay. Okay. And I think, uh, I think it's like uh, first, second, third, get prize money. It's not huge, but uh, the ones that are really good, the professional ones, the one they, you know, I think they get maybe as high as 5,000, but, maybe 3000 for like winning mixed doubles and, and singles and, uh, and you know, their doubles. And I, my favorite watching it is the mixed doubles. They, Oh boy, they're just unbelievable. When we play pickleball, it's always double. So there are single pickleball, um, matches. Yes. And, uh, so when I was registering for the tournament, 
um, again, I was just pretty new. I'd only been in it. So I registered for singles and I, on the website, I registered to be uh, an official, you know, pickleball member, USA pickleball member. And, um, and when you register, you can say, Hey, I want, I don't have a partner. Can you, can you find me a partner? And they give you information. Well, I ended up finding a, another guy down here. Actually, the coordinator found another guy down here for me. And we went up and played our first tournament. Um, I did have a lady call me um, real late and ask me if we played mixed together because she had an injured partner and turned out he ended up playing. So, um, so there is three categories when you go to these tournaments, singles, doubles, and mixed doubles. Okay. The singles is brutal. Yeah. Well, I, I can't imagine. Yeah. Play on the same size of court as you do with doubles. And um, I played the guy that ended up 65 and over, the guy that ended up winning the whole group, and I should have beat him, you know. But I don't know if I could have gone – I think he ended up playing five rounds. I mean, it's it was – we went two out of three, and all three games were close. It was outside in the sun. That would have been – pretty exhausting i i ended up playing twice but okay and okay how do you you said they rank you you know like one two three four whatever how do you get your ranking i mean okay you're fairly new to it so yeah so i was brand new and uh, the lowest ranking was a 2.5 so i um i registered as a 2.5 in singles and doubles and uh, anyways, they got back to us and said, uh, you know, in your age group, there's no others. We're just going to bump you up to a three. Okay. And played in, and actually we lost all our games. But because we were the only ones that registered in the 2.5, they actually gave me a medal and a paddle. Oh, my. He won that division, so. <laughs> Good job. But anyways, they, they rank you in tournaments. So when you go to a tournament and uh, say you win your division, obviously they're going to bump you up. But maybe you didn't win your division, but you won a lot of games. So they okay. you, know, you up. And it is no fun playing somebody that's way better than you or not as good as you. So by what I could see at the tournament, I mean, it they went from 3.0, 3.5, all the way up to 5. And then the professionals are a whole different level. But I was watching a lot of the games, and everybody looked like they were in the right divisions, you know, in the right So, right yeah, nobody trying to cheat or something, saying, yeah, I'm a, I'm a 2.5. Yeah, sandbag or anything. Yeah, well, maybe you could get away with it once, but, uh, you know, not very often, you know. I'm still curious about singles. When you do singles, when you play doubles, it's you start with like the score of uh, one one start or whatever, and then the ball, if it's not hit over or you hit out the other person that's playing with you, instead of getting two side outs, you get one side. Okay, out. that's how it is. I w- so it's more like tennis almost. Well, no, because tennis, you play the well, whole game. It's just singles. It's just yeah. singles. Yeah. yeah. You only okay. serve once, and when you lose it, you lose it. Yeah, and you're always, like, when you're on the right side, your score is going to be even. When you're on the odd side, or on the left side, your score would be odd. Yeah. Okay. okay. That makes sense. So always, you could go back. So if you lost, and then it goes back to the other guy, and you take his serve away, you would always go back to the side where you were at last time. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. 
So it's really growing in Texas, pickleball is, and I know it is up here. It's growing in leaps and bounds. It's it's growing nationwide. I Good. mean, it's especially, you know, this year's a little weird because of the COVID, but, uh, you know, I think it originated over in Florida by what, what I've read and seen. And, um, but, you know, like, some of the best players now, a lot of them, like the young, really, really good professionals, a lot of them are ex-tennis players. Yeah. And, uh, like, the best guy in the world now, I think I think he's, like, 21 years old, Ben John. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, and I, I just enjoy watching him play. That's If you ever get an opportunity on YouTube, watch him. I don't know. Like I said, I like seeing it growing. I like seeing it in these, I, I call them um, – retirement villages we have friends who go to arizona and they said their pickleball 30 courts yeah they have like 30 courts and 500 members and stuff like that and wow you, yeah our, literally you can go there 24 7 and get a game going yeah you remember uh Stu or yeah down? yeah i remember he Stu. went over to arizona to see uh his wife's aunt and uncle um i guess beginning of this year probably january or february he said the courts over there were just you know amazing how big they were and how nice they were you would be surprised we play up in fairmont at a church and our cover of the floor is carpet and we play on carpet and it's just plays wonderful yeah it's very quiet believe it or not yeah it i mean you can play on pavement concrete tile yeah whatever it- so, so you you can play year round. Then you've got a divorce. Yeah. yeah, we're we're real lucky that we have now. We have two places that we play in, all winter in the inside. Uh-huh. So that's good. Well, maybe I need to move up there. You got an outdoor rink. You got pickleball. <laughs> well, you're you're Canadian. You could deal with our you winters. Can come up and visit. That's for uh, sure. Not, not anymore. No. <laughs> no. The the other question I was going to ask you. Okay, we're getting to the end of it here. What is the best thing you like, like your you betcha moment of pickleball since you've discovered it? What's the best thing about it? Jeez, uh, you know, I, I like the, I, I'm a very competitive person. I like getting out on the floor and being able to compete, even though the games don't mean anything other than, but I like that part of it along with the really good exercise. I, I think I've lost about seven or eight pounds. Great. And, uh, you know, that, that makes me feel really good. Yeah. That's the one thing we stress with, well, this podcast talking to retired people is, you know, our, our mottos are get out there. Don't sit too soon. We want people to, you know, do adventures and stay healthy because there's two things that you can control. Right. And, and in retirement, you know, when you start your retirement, usually you're in your best health that you're going to have for retirement. Hopefully, you know, and so get out there and do it while you have a chance. Yeah, because as you get older, just nature takes yeah. over. You know, you used to hear a lot where somebody retired and a couple of years later they died because all they did is just went and sat on their sofa and watched TV and just quit. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to mention one other thing you had in your uh, sort of, you, you're maybe going to ask me, you didn't ask me how much it costs to uh, play. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Well, tell us. We it figured really you were a banker. You could afford whatever it is. Here, and I know you're pretty frugal, uh, Kurt, but no. I've, I've, I've heard stories. But it cost me a dollar to go play at this facility. Nice. Yeah. I mean. You can't beat that. It cost me more in gas to get there than 
you know, so yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I know where we play it's $2. I mean, you, you're right. You cannot find something for two hours that costs a dollar or $2. Great exercise. Great. Every, and every pickleball player we've met has been super nice. Oh yeah. Okay. So what is, if you have a hell no, that the hardest part of pickleball or the hardest thing? Yeah, I really had to think about that one. And I've come up with a unique one. The worst thing about it is I've lost some inches on my waistline and I, I'm probably <laughs> got some shorts and pants that don't fit anymore. Oh, oh no. You have to go shopping, huh? <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, a, that's a bad thing. That's the worst bad thing I could think of. Well, that's a wonderful bad thing. That is pretty good. Well, we yeah. sure appreciate I you. I put a little different spin on that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You did. Yeah, you took a negative positive there. We sure appreciate you joining us, Craig, and helping explain to people what pickleball is. And, and inspire them to go out and try it. Yeah, I for the, for the people listening, it's everywhere. And the first time we ever played, you know, you just kind of go out there and you say, we want to learn, and usually what we saw, experienced pickleball players will take you in and teach you. It's a good group of people. Yeah, and it, I've seen it countless times where we've got some really good players, and then they end up with a newbie or somebody like me when I first started. And they, they are always out there trying to give tips and help them where their position is. So, yeah, it's it's a really it's a good group of people. Yeah, I've noticed, though, that when – Cindy and I play together, and I give her tips on position and things that don't go He's over kind well. Kind of a hog out there. <laughs> he he likes to go on my court sometimes too much. <laughs> I, I got that competitive streak. Well, we want to thank you, Craig, for joining us. Okay, enjoyed it. Yeah, we appreciate you talking, and keep getting out there and pickleballing. And yeah, if we ever get fun. back down to the valley, we'll have to play. Yeah, we'll keep in touch with you guys. All right. Thanks, Craig. Take care. Well, that's another adventure, pickleball. Yeah. Oh, man. We love pickleball, though. Yeah, we've been playing it, but we know that we wanted to get an out, outside person's opinion of it. And, and Craig has just gotten into it in the last, what, eight well, months and, and I'm loves it. And thinking about how good he is and losing some weight. Maybe I need to play more than once a week. You could. You yeah, could. I know I could. Okay. <laughs> I just don't know if I want to. You're beautiful, honey. Don't oh, worry thank about you. it. All right. Well, we want to thank you for joining us. Remember, um, we are always looking for people to interview, to get out there. Tell us about your adventures so yeah. you can inspire others to get out there. There are so many neat retirement journeys, and we just have only just started this podcast with you know some of them. And so the more we can hear from new people, it's great. Yeah, we talked about a sport today, which really isn't what, you know, traveling to Europe or anything like that, but it's something people are doing in their retirement. Like and, we play disc golf, you well, know, we love disc golf. Well, and and as Craig says, pickleball is picking up all over. So you might not even know that you have a pickleball court someplace close. You don't even have to travel. Yeah, you can find them in your local parks. Call your parks and rec. They will know. And you can find places. Yeah, and they might even, I know when we called our Parks and Rec close by, they even made a pickleball court for us on one of the tennis courts. Yeah, because we were the very first ones to play it at the yeah, closest. Yeah, they said, now. sure, we'll go out there and paint the lines. That was great. Yeah. All right. Thank you. We appreciate you coming out. 
Um, if you want to contact us, we want you to contact us. And thank you for joining us. But you can reach us at adventureretired.com or email us at adventureretired at gmail.com. Maybe you're getting out there and playing pickleball. Maybe you have a different sport that we want to learn about. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I love you, Cindy. It's true. And that's the kids and love you.